0: Me in the Halo podcast number six, take two.
1: Take two. Oh, man.
0: Uh, apparently, we had this all done about three days ago. Three days ago? Two days ago? Was it yesterday? Oh.
1: Oh, <laughs> my God. Was <goodness>. it yesterday? <laughs> I, I felt the same way three earlier. Three days yesterday. Yeah, three days. Same <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Time slows to a crawl. Yeah.
0: Wait, you sure it wasn't Saturday?
1: <sighs> no, it wasn't.
0: Okay, well, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> So we had the whole podcast recorded, and... Um, no,
1: no, I guess it's, that's that's not really right, because my track did not record.
0: Okay, well, everybody recorded <laughs> their track but John.
1: So Ooh, here we are having, fail to redo, on my part.
0: having to redo the whole thing. Awesome. So we wanted to go over a couple of community events again. It is October, and this month is uh, the flag tournament to raise money for cervical cancer. Um, and breast cancer
1: also. Just cervical
2: cancer and breast cancer awareness.
0: That's <laughs> actually yeah, the that, that, that
1: one's kind of important, isn't it? Yeah. You know what you know what else? Boy. We also didn't introduce ourselves.
0: <sighs> Can we start over?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just go from no, here. Fine, just go fine. from here. Just <laughs> roll with it. Roll right, with it.
0: I, I'm sick of the head.
1: I am Psycho Vandal.
3: I'm in style 76. And I have a very tired zero pain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. All
1: right,
0: so breast cancer and cervical cancer awareness. Yes. So the FLAG tournament stands for Fight Like a Girl. And um, also taking place this month is the 24-hour gaming marathon Extra Life. And if you guys are interested in donating to great causes we will have some links in in the post accompanying this podcast.
1: There's plenty of community people involved in extra life helping out this year. Uh, give them a uh, give them a hand, help them out. Um, I will not be participating this year. I had um, previously mentioned that I was going to, but uh, due to a, a failed graphics card in an Xbox, um, I am unable to participate this year.
3: Our poor Elite
1: decided it was it's had enough.
3: It lasted a good while, though.
1: That it did. With the uh, Dead Elite, we uh, had a few questions that we had to run by Xbox Support. I, I hit them up on Twitter, which is a very good idea. Any, any of you guys ever have any questions about Xbox, Xbox Live or Microsoft and their products, hit up Xbox Support on Twitter. They'll help you out. The concern that came up for us is we have the new Reach console And the hard drive is not compatible with the older models. And we had the question of, you know, what would happen if we transferred all of our data from the Elite hard drive to the new Reach console? Uh, What would happen if the Reach console had to go in? uh, Because we were under the impression that the hard drive was built in and you really couldn't pull it out. This is not true you do have the ability to pull the 250-gig hard drive out of the new consoles. Just be careful. They're tiny. Don't lose them.
0: They're not that tiny. They're a lot smaller
1: than what they used to be.
0: Right, but it's probably the size of like a standard 500-gig yeah. hard drive. So, But I think our biggest concern was like, okay, so what if we transfer all the data, and God forbid the the Reach console... Gets effed up, then we're stuck with a hard drive we can't put in anything else. Pretty much,
1: yeah, that is the case. Well, have to not buy another,
2: it's a, it's the same as a regular
3: Xbox Slim, right? So you just have to buy another Xbox Slim.
0: Okay, yeah, because three Xboxes isn't enough. See
3: what you do. <laughs> this ha- this happened to me before. Like what I did is I had to turn in my Xbox to get it fixed, and while it was being fixed, I went to the store and bought another Xbox, and <laughs> I put my con- my hard drive in, played Halo. When I got my Xbox back. Boxed it up again with the receipt. Went back to the store and returned it, and I got my money back.
0: You did not do that. I totally did the store. I I totally
1: did.
3: He did. I'm like that's pretty damn smart. I would do that. You know, I do every time I go see my folks on vacation. There's nothing to do. I usually go to like a um, GameStop and get like a used Nintendo 64 or something and play a couple of games, and then I just return them later. Oh my god! So next check that comes in, I guess we're buying another Xbox.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Jeez. Um, all right, so let's jump into some mobile games. Oh boy. Coin frenzy. Do it, John.
1: No. All right. Uh, let's try this. Coin fren- It's actually called coin push frenzy. Um, the premise of the game is pretty much like those uh the coin push machines you saw in the arcade back in the '80s. Apparently, they were a hit back then. I have. Really no idea why, because well, every can't time I... you say
0: you have no idea why, because nah. you totally played the shit right. out of Coin Frenzy. And it's exactly yeah, we'll the same thing as we'll the Well, see,
1: the Coin Frenzy, though, you actually... It, it generates coins for you. So, you know, it's not like I'm freaking emptying my pockets into this machine gambling to, to try and get a stack of quarters that's hanging on the edge. All right, since uh, I didn't explain the game before we went into that, <laughs> Coin Push Frenzy is basically, you know, everybody's seen those arcade games. You drop a coin in, and you got a wall that's pushing, you know, whatever you drop in towards the the mass that's um, on the ledge. They stack up, they get pushed around, they fall off the sides, which you don't have access to. So there's many ways to lose your money there. Well, Coin Frenzy is for the iPhone, iPod, iPad. Is it free? Was it free?
0: I think so. I think it was free because then they charge you to buy more coins if you run out of them.
1: Yes. But I think is a waste because they, while you're in-game, they give you a coin every 30 seconds as long as you're below 50. And whenever you're out of the game, it gives you a coin every three minutes. So you still have a stash of coins. And honestly, in my opinion, the best, best way to get everything is to uh, just let, let the game sit for a while, collect your coins, dump them, give it a break, and come back to it later.
0: Well, the way I normally pick games um, to download is just kind of by going through the reviews and seeing what gets four stars, what gets five stars. And this was one of the games that like got four and five stars. And uh, honestly, when I first played it, I didn't get at all why so many people liked it so much. It wasn't until I saw you kind of playing it over and over and over again that, that I decided to pick it back up, and then I kind of...
1: I think I've realized that I have to actually play a game two or three times to enjoy it. The first time around is just a test phase. And a lot of times, uh, first impressions just don't go really well for me in video games. Uh, I know I played that game for like 30 seconds and said, this is crap. <laughs> so I picked it up again and started playing it. And, and I g- actually gave it a, a second chance and realized there was stuff to unlock and um, prizes you can get. So I, was, I guess that's what got me hooked. It's like trying to trying to get everything in it, unlock everything. Can you I shake was... the
3: iPhone and make the coins fall? <laughs>
0: no. no, but that doesn't stop us from trying. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I used to work in an arcade, and whenever it was dead, we'd all gather around one of those machines. You can't push on them because of the alarms, but if you jump up and down next to them, you can shake it where the quarters will fall.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so one of the things I was talking to Jeff about was kind of like the whole you know, carrot-on-a-stick concept where i think it's human nature that if we can see something within our within our grasp we'll continue chasing it no matter how long as long as it's like <laughs> right within reach you know and and for me that's kind of what this game was because you know boxes and prizes and other coins would fall and and they would just be so close that you just keep saying okay one more box i'll keep putting coins in until i get that one more box and the second you got that box there was another present falling from the sky
2: even if but, the carrot's, like, a piece of crap and really worthless in real life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But but then then there's that next box that's lying right behind it. And you're like, well, maybe something better is in that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, another thing about that is that is that you'll get down to, like, zero – you know, maybe – not zero coins, but really low in coins. And you'll start getting picky about where you put your coins. And there is a strategy to it, but really there isn't. I mean, like, you can go from side to side and – Hopefully push the coins to where you can move things around. But it's it's really random because you got so many coins that further down the line that's being moved around. But uh, when you get down to the low amount of coins and you, you, you drop your last coin in there, and it's like, crap. That box is so close. What do I do? And you're stuck waiting there for 30 seconds for your next coin to pop up or – you know, you, you just you, the best thing is just put it down, come back, and hope that the game doesn't reset by the time you come back and try to put more coins in.
0: I'm actually embarrassed to say that I bought a package of coins uh, for, for ninety nine cents. Yeah, because John was like, "You have to get the teddy bear. The teddy bear gives you this, and it makes the walls come up, and the coins won't fall, and blah 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 blah." And so I was like, "What? I need to get the teddy bear." So I paid ninety nine cents to get two hundred and fifty <laughs> coins. And I bought the teddy bear, and motherfucker, like the next prize that I got was the stupid teddy bear.
1: <laughs> yeah, she actually paid for it and then it gave it to her the next time around. Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> it was well, like, haha, you're stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess we should explain the bonus coins. As you go along, there's like uh, different uh, packages you get, prizes you get, and they unlock different coins. Like there's a one that gives your uh, the the top layer of coins an anti-gravity effect where they start floating around and you know they end up falling down the chute. Uh, an, a bomb that knocks all the uh, the top layer towards the front. And there's a, there's a bunch of random ones. They're they're pretty crazy. The wall, what she's talking about, the te- what the teddy bear one causes a wall coin to drop, and it brings up walls on the side. To where you don't lose coins or packages off the side. They come straight to the front.
0: For like 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay, so while I was playing Coin Frenzy, I think that's where I saw the ad for Flick Fishing. And why I went ahead and downloaded that. And just like every game that I download, two days later, you're playing the shit out of it.
1: (laughs) Well, just like Coin Frenzy with um, Flick Fishing. I played it for 30 seconds and was like... (laughs) Yeah, I I don't like like, fishing games. Whatever, I'm not gonna play this. And the next
0: thing you know, I'm yelling at John (laughs) yesterday because he caught a freaking forty-pound fish. Forty? Well, that was the first one.
1: Oh yeah, then you caught a hundred and fifty-pound fish. Wanted to brag about that, and then I caught a hundred and fifty-pound fish, and I was like, oh, well, that was pretty simple. And then uh, I guess what about an hour later, I was fighting with this freaking fish for like a good. 15 20 minutes uh, made me angry until I saw how big it was. A uh, 444 pound fish. Oh crap. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, again, uh, that that made me oh man, this fishing game is crap. There's no way you can catch a, 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 a 10, 20 pound fish with this fishing rod and then go and take the same fish and pole to a 400 pound fish. Pff, crap. Whatever. But. There is again more stuff to unlock that makes, that upgrades your stuff. So,
0: if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even have known. How to catch the fish because you were all like oh my line's gonna break my line's gonna break and i was like you have to let it go a little
1: you have yeah, to cut it i'm, sitting, slack. I'm, I'm, hold, I'm holding <laughs> the reel going what the fuck do i do it's gonna break
3: give a man a and, fish he'll eat for a, a day
1: and I, I, I started like even waving the phone back and forth thinking that maybe i could tire the fish out or some shit. teach a man
3: to fish he'll hog your damn iphone
1: <laughs> hey she got me my own iphone for that reason
0: <laughs> Yeah, so he was like, the line's going to break. And then that's when he caught that, like, 40-pound fish. And I was like, oh.
2: So is it at least pretty consistent with regards to the uh, amount of effort it takes to catch the fish? Because I saw you struggling yesterday for, like, 10 minutes to oh catch, like, a God. 17-pounder. Uh,
1: it depends on the area that you're in. Like, there's uh, eight different fishing spots that you can choose from. Um, but And they all, level, they all vary in difficulty. And it also depends on how far you throw your line out. I figured out that, that if you if you throw it closer, you'll catch the smaller fish. If you throw it really far out, you'll catch the larger fish. And of course, you do catch some smaller fish out in out in the uh, the open, but it's nowhere near as um, often as you would larger fish. See, yeah, like that-,
3: that game seems like it requires a lot of effort, and that's not my kind of fishing game. My kind of fishing game is that fishing game when you get when you're a little kid and the little fish open and close <laughs> you their mouths the magnet the mouth. yeah, and Yeah, you get a little <laughs> magnet fishing Like I used to play that game for hours. I
0: used to love that. Gone fishing. <laughs> <me
3: too. laughs> That's my
0: kind that of fishing game. Awesome. So, yeah. but when, is any, really,
2: when you guys like play this game and you flick your fishing rod, you're actually flicking the iPhone, though, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I'm I'm waiting for the lawsuits to start coming in for people that start flicking their iPhones and they end up <laughs> flicking it into somebody's face or like a wiimote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you, you can actually turn that option off if it becomes a hassle.
2: Yeah. By the by the time it becomes a hassle, you've already hit somebody in the eyeball.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd be I'm surprised that hasn't happened about, already.
0: More worried about throwing my iPhone four and shattering it, and Lord knows what else.
1: <laughs> yeah, the iPhone doesn't have the wrist strap. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't take much. Uh, uh, I've actually noticed that if you give it a, a little less uh, yoink, like uh, you know, you, you flick the wrist <laughs> really hard, you'll actually shoot your freaking um, uh, bobber and bait right in, right in front of you. You won't throw it very far. You actually have to give. There's a little bit of a technique to it, in, like in fishing, which is the kind of strange. No, because no, if you put too much in the wrist, again, that shit lands right in front of you. You didn't throw it very far.
0: Yeah, I'm actually... I've never really been interested in fishing, real fishing whatsoever. But I've always loved playing... No, I like, real fishing. Like, having to wake up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning to go fishing on a boat. Oh, my God, I'd get so seasick. But um, I've always liked playing fishing in video games.
1: It's fun. Fishing is fun. And... Uh, I think that just going out to a boat at 4 o'clock in the morning and actually having to take your, your pole, pull a live shrimp that's twitching and, and retching and flipping out all over the place and, and <laughs> stick a hook through it isn't very fun. But, you know, it's something that, that the fishermen get used to and games just take the dirty work out of it. That's my. That's what I think. No?
0: No, I agree. I think- agree. <laughs> I was oh, trying man. to get Jeff to play, but I don't know.
1: Well, Jeff and Shane both are not very. I'm not the mobile quick game to pick guy. up mobile games. <laughs> I'm not very quick to pick it up because I
2: nobody ever syncs my
1: iPhone. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is a little bit a lot of work. Actually, you know what I've been doing, Jeff? All the free games that she downloads, mm-hmm. you can still download that game uh, using her account without it being an issue. Oh, and right. when it when it syncs everything up, it, it'll just erase the the extra files. So, so just, like,
2: send me over the link and I'll give it a shot.
0: Okay. Cool. If you catch a 500-pound fish, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be pissed. Because I did struggle for literally 20 minutes with one stupid 17-pound fish. But moving on from fishing, we got Stardunk.
1: Stardunk. Who wants to describe that one?
0: Jeff, you want to take Stardunk?
2: Um, Yeah, sure. So Stardunk is a game where you're basically just playing basketball, but not really playing basketball. You're just really shooting the basketball into a hoop.
0: In space. And you're doing it in space. (laughs) In space.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I think the goal is to get as many points as you can within a certain certain time period, and they also have uh, contests which you can play with other people that are playing the game at the same time, and, you know, you get the most points within two minutes for your, your entire group. Um... And then there's also uh, ways to get additional points by hitting four four pieces of...
1: The backboard? What would
2: you call that? A backboard? So, like, they have the backboard split into four pieces, and if you hit all four pieces, then you can get different types of power-ups for your ball, which uh, include getting three balls at once, or... I don't know what the different power-ups are, but they get you more points, basically. And, uh, yeah, it's about it. Um, it's a, It was a pretty fun game. It's a lot... Uh, it's pretty fast-paced. It reminded me a lot of Fragger in that uh, you can control the direction and intensity of your throw, um, except you know, you're know you competing against other people, so it's a lot faster and a lot more energetic than that. I don't know. It was, I liked it. The only thing I didn't like about it was that um, whenever I was in a contest, everybody else that I was playing against had been playing for so much longer that they were getting hundreds of points and I was getting maybe tens of points. So that, that was the only thing I didn't like about it, but I guess that just comes Yeah, come I didn't practice. jump into
1: the multiplayer aspect until... Um Actually, I tried to give it a shot and something failed. I think my phone crashed and I just said screw it. But um, I do under- I do get the whole thing about uh, you know, people been playing it a while. I-, I was having a hard time just getting freaking points by myself in, in under two minutes. I, I, I can. I can only imagine yeah, how stressful I, it is when you see somebody racking up points after you know point after point, and you're just like, "What the? I just threw one shot! What the hell?"
0: Yeah, it kind of sucks because yeah, I've noticed pl- that um, I do a lot better when I'm playing by myself, as to opposed when I'm playing like other people.
2: I don't know pressure? if it's because
0: of pressure, but it's been happening consistently, <laughs> so maybe.
2: I think once you played it enough times, you get to uh, do the calculations in your head faster as far as, like, where you should be, how hard you should be throwing it and where you should be throwing it. So, you know, as soon as you get the ball, you can get another shot off in, like, a second. As opposed to taking your time and trying to aim it out.
1: I don't know. I played Stardunk once. Uh, That's another one. I'm going to have to give it another shot. Um, After learning that there's stuff to unlock in that one as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you can unlock different kinds of balls. Like, um, one is a, a lead ball, which doesn't bounce very much, and another one is... Um, a ball which you can hit multiple times. So you can hit it a couple different times to try to get it in the hoop if you missed the first oh. time around. And uh, I don't know what the rest of them are, but... Uh, my kid AJ, he was a whiz at it. He lo- unlocked like three different balls for me. I might have to let him play I first. So, so I don't at, have to go
1: through it. Uh, I, although it's also a pain to figure out what unlocks what, too, so...
2: Oh, yeah, I had no no idea what actually did the unlocking other than maybe playing for a certain amount of time or getting a certain number of points. Right,
1: right. Well, another thing I wanted to get into is Apartment 117. This showed up here a couple days ago out of the blue, and how I found out about it was uh, somebody going off on it on Twitter, just going on a rant, just just giving it crap all right out of nowhere. And I was like, what the heck is this? So I had to go look it up.
0: I was scared just seeing the name, Apartment 117. I was like, well, it obviously has to do with Halo, but Apartment, like...
1: Right. What the hell's going on here? So we looked up the trailer for Apartment 117. Um, so Microsoft, then 343 Industries teamed up with Powerhouse Animation. The uh, animators did uh, some of the Penny Arcade stuff, um... Risk factions, if anybody's seen that, and the Kevin Smith cartoons from ten years ago. They got together to do a. I, I can't even call it a Halo cartoon. It's a, it's a, I guess a sitcom type deal, about what was, what was the quote? Does uh, an ordinary, oh, a shit. boring ordinary guy, with a Halo obsessed idiot for a roommate. Right. Hmm.
2: And you know, I think not for nothing I think their marketing just sucked because I I had gone into it. I saw the trailer without hearing anybody else's reviews on it, without having seen their their webpage on it. And I, I saw the trailer and the trailer looked pretty funny and I was wondering why everybody was so offended by it. I think I was it's like, you know, it's just a a sitcom about gamers, but you know, there's all, all kinds of other sh- sitcoms out there about stereotypes, so it didn't seem like that big a deal, but you know, when you put it in that context with that kind of marketing, uh, yeah, I can kind of see how people
3: can think it's definitely... They can take it
2: a lot well, right more off, Right off
1: the bat, it, it seems like they call um, Halo Halo fanboys idiots.
3: Right, like, if they just changed one thing, it would be rewording that last part. You know, a Halo-obsessed Halo, Halo obsessed idiot. Yeah, definitely. Like, right. it should be an idiot who's obsessed with Halo or something.
1: Now, there's exactly. somebody who likes the, the storyline that went and, and read all the books. The books were good, really good. And, you know, and played all the games and actually... Has fun with finding Easter eggs and and uh, doing all the little side quests here and there. To, you know, just to learn all the different pieces of the story. But th- there's a difference between the person like that and a person sitting in the bathroom, uh, humming the Halo the Halo theme through a cardboard tube <laughs> with a, 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 an Xbox headset on in the bathtub. So I mean, again, a I can, un- I can see that they're trying to hit, like, the extreme on that spectrum. But they f- for first impressions, they just pretty much insulted all the f- fanboys out there.
0: Well, I don't, I don't think they have to be fanboys. Like, just the fans. Like, I don't know.
2: I think it would also depend on how they depict everybody else in, in the storyline. If they depict anybody that likes video games as this extreme stereotype then, yeah, it's going to be a definite turnoff. But if it's just this one guy and, you know, they, they focus on him because he is the, the, uh, the um, extreme end of the scale. It, someone yeah, who talks idiot. about exactly. it so much and, that it gets annoying. It.
1: I can understand that.
3: Right, right. Yeah,
1: but but it, they're not targeting everybody with that. They're just, you know, like, they're just calling out that one guy that's that's caused an issue in somebody's life. I
3: mean, right. I don't right. feel insulted anyway by seeing that little trailer. I actually, I don't even feel like it's someone I can relate to. It's just... Some dude and his idiotic roommate, yeah. and his roommate happens to love Halo, and his room, his. Yeah, so I Neither wasn't insulted not. at all. I, I agree. I just thought it, actually thought it was really funny. I mean, well. I agree. Well, the I hilarious. mean, the,
1: the one of the last lines. Okay, the second to last line was, well, what kind of idiot makes a needler out of a nail gun? And lights the guy up, pins him to the wall. Which
2: is awesome, <laughs> by the way. I think that's what really did it mean. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Ooh. <laughs> He made a needle
1: out of a nail gun. Uh, it's amazing. When,
0: well, I I feel personally like I'm being represented by this guy and I'm slightly offended.
1: Well, we've been pretty much branded as Halo fanboys and uh, people can even those who aren't in the community can actually, you know, look at it and their first impression is that we are that Halo obsessed idiots.
0: <laughs> that that idiots?
1: Th- those idiots, whatever.
0: <laughs> Why are you proving the right John?
1: No, I'm not. That's just that's just the point, is that you know their first that's their first impression. Just because we had a Halo themed wedding, it, and, <laughs> just that and that was and that worked. I well, mean, well, in their you view, know, yes, just and their because perception. he
0: showers with a headset on. I mean, what? I, whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My point was is that uh, those non gamers, non fans that actually you know talk crap about Halo think that of us just because we had the halo themed wedding it's their perception of it but we it's not we didn't have that because we love the game so much we do love the game but we met playing halo so we wanted to, to, to show that and so we just get attacked by halo haters
0: Halo haters.
1: Whatever. I mean, they're out there. Well,
0: I mean, you know, at first Jeff was like, why are you taking this so personally? And I was just like, Halo's not funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but see, yeah. th-
3: those people that, that you know, hate on people that are really big fans of something. Like, you know, you go to a Star Wars convention, everybody's wearing a Star Wars costume. And then some people drive by honking and horn Like, look at those nerds, you know. or It's like, those are the same people that go home and then, like, paint themselves blue and green for their football team. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same thing. It's just
1: different things that they like.
3: And you know, Oh man, so, that's
1: good. I, that, was, that was good. I mean, if I they like don't that. like Halo,
3: then there's definitely something that they'll wear a costume for.
0: I mean, after reading like what Joystick had to say about it, I felt like I wasn't I wasn't the only one being offended because Joystick's opening paragraph says we're no business-ologists or whatever, but we're pretty sure the best way to keep your fans coming back for more is to portray them as hideous, ill-mannered freaks who bathe with their Xbox 360 headset on. It just makes sense, right? It's the only way we can explain Apartment 117, a real thing that's apparently coming to Halo Waypoint soon. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, it's it's kind of weird because, didn't the trailer disappear, John?
1: Oh, Yeah. They 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 yanked yeah, it right it off of YouTube. There's only one
0: so there's only one something.
1: website that is actually showing it, and that's because they recorded off of uh, Waypoint, and and, ha- and has it up.
0: I know you tried to contact Waypoint. Were you able to get a hold of anybody uh, about it?
1: Nope. they did not respond.
0: That's funny. I wonder if the same thing is going to happen with that that happened with the Gap logo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they got so much crap for it. So they're like, no, that's not a good idea.
0: Yeah. But that would suck, though, because, I mean,
2: it looked actually
1: pretty well, funny. Well, so. I
0: mean, you know, it's kind of like, like I was telling John, I think the part that bothers me is the fact that 343 Industries is doing it, because it kind of feels like they don't have enough respect for the Halo franchise, that they would kind of make fun of it in this way. Um, but if it had come from Adult Swim or anybody else, I think I would have found it a lot more amusing. No?
3: Rather than the
0: people that own
2: yeah. it, that
3: doesn't because, make
1: any sense. Well, one thing that one thing that I told <laughs> someone else that uh, asked me on Twitter, uh, Moondog had actually asked me about it because he didn't hear he didn't see it, and they yanked it down before he even saw it. So I had I after I explained it to him because he had heard a lot of bad things about it. Um, he got the, he I I found it on that one website and I showed him. And I forgot the point I was trying to get to. Awesome.
2: <laughs> but I think, and, you know, when it comes down to it, it all goes down comes down to that marketing. Because, I mean, if that trailer just came out by itself, I think people would have appreciated it a lot more. Rather than it coming out with that kind of marketing and getting that kind of publicity with the um, the gamer blogs. I mean, it, it instantly turned the entire community right. against it.
1: Oh, that. what I was going to say was um, that my, uh, 343 Industries doing this, and they pretty much parodied, them, parodied themselves and who really, who really does that unless they're just crying out for attention? Like, who makes fun of themselves without, you know, um, without being looked at as, like, what the hell is this kid doing? What, Why is...
3: I think the the biggest thing is that they're doing something that they don't typically do, which is, like, uh, comedy, I guess. You know, you think of 343 and Bungie and whatever, you think of, like, these really serious guys that make awesome games. They're not known for making, like parodies and spoof videos and stuff but then when they actually do it's like it's so different it just turns everybody off
1: Mm, I don't know I don't think think that's not how I was looking at it I'm thinking that you know Bungie had control over this for so long and as soon as Microsoft got a hold of it they wanted to go nuts for marketing purposes they wanted to do whatever they could and to get more money out of it and I just think they're just going to go about it the wrong way
0: but I mean look at Bungie Bungie is such like a fun and funny company and like they can still treat halo respectfully and still be really funny about it right you know it just it didn't seem right it seemed off
1: well now I, I brought up money but this cartoon really wasn't about money they just wanted to do something else and and get more entertainment out there it was going to be shown on waypoint for free they're not making any money off it. They actually probably spent more on it than uh, they're going to get out of it. But with all the negative uh, flack they got from it, it's already been yanked off of Waypoint and YouTube. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. And then that's that's even funnier because, you know, as offended as I was, I probably still would have watched it.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was back. definitely I was on the
0: fence. I had mixed feelings. It was like, wait a minute. Should I be offended? Should I find this funny? I don't understand. I don't know. What's going on? <laughs>
2: So, <laughs> Well, I'm sure a lot of geeks feel the same way when they watch a show like Big Bang Theory, you know, where it's not just stereotypical geeks, but the extreme end, and they're all portrayed in some variation of right. an extreme. Hmm. And it's a really popular show, so apparently people do like it, but, you know, there's a fine line between um, making fun of something and and being funny and making fun of something right. and being offensive. Right.
0: Right, Exactly. Well, I mean, I think this this topic is definitely debatable, and I'd love to open it up to the community to find out what you guys think. So if anybody has any comments, good or bad, about the idea of Apartment 117, this uh, cartoon about the boring roommate and his Halo-obsessed idiot friend, (laughs) uh, write to us at at com. We'd love to hear what you think. John, so there's like uh, there's one more exciting thing going on this week.
1: Yeah, well, since we're talking about Bungie and Halo and all that, uh, Josh Hamrick from Bungie, uh, the sandbox editor, will be at Full Sail, giving a presentation about game design, game developing, right?
0: Something. <laughs> something, right, well, something game awesome. industry related. <laughs> something awesome.
1: He's gonna be here. He's gonna be here October fourteenth at 6 p.m. at the EBBS Auditorium giving that presentation. So if you're in the area, be sure to stop by and check that out.
2: Is that open for everybody or do you have to no, be a student? Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure you have to be
1: I'm, a student. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry, that sucks. Guys. Good job, though. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, if you're I'm a an-
0: full-sale student and yeah, you're on if- campus. <laughs>
3: easiest <laughs> way to get in is just get an orange lanyard and stick it out of your pocket. <laughs> and they just <laughs> follow oh, somebody geez. else in.
0: okay yeah way to go and tell people how to break into
1: our campus <laughs> what the hell? well the way security has been recently they'll get booted real fast but yeah um, October 14th at 6pm I'm actually going to be there to try and get a few questions in and uh, uh, I'll be re- recording some of the audio and maybe I can get a, a post up on that, that would so be, that would be I, awesome. if, if you guys actually have any questions that we can get out um, we've really only got a day to get them to me, but uh, send them to me at psychovandal at a match I'll try to get your question out there for him.
0: Didn't you also want to touch base on a, a letter we received?
1: Okay. Um, we've actually got a an email from MX four three nine. We're asking about a, a one of the few suggestions for a podcast. He's asking if we can talk about Halo Reach armor upgrades and maybe talk about a few Halo Reach Forge maps. Well, uh, we've already had a a request from One-Armed Ninja for the armor upgrades. At this point, it's really hard to find everything, uh, but we are doing what we can to get all the information. Um, Halo Wiki seems to have a a good rundown on everything, Um, but I'm going to try and get a post together and... Uh, clean it up a little bit and make it a little bit easier to read for you guys uh, we'll get that posted up uh, keep a lookout. Um, we'll let you guys know when that goes up now about forge maps uh, there are so many out there that have already been created by uh, the community uh, it's really hard to keep control of all the good ones um, Shane's actually working on one we're going to uh, give you the details on that when he finishes it up and, and throws it out there I'm really excited for it, so we'll let you know when that goes up. There's a lot of remakes of the old maps from Halo two and three, even back to Halo One. I downloaded one from uh, what was it called? I know it was Tombstone and Halo Three. Hang 'em high from the first from the first game. Oh, I love that map. It was a it was a pretty good remake, but there was there was a few issues, like you can't remake the hole in the wall from the rock wall. To be able to fall in, that's kind of a pain in the butt to redo, I can I can imagine. But uh that one was a really good one. That one's up there. Um, I'll actually put it on my file share if you guys want to check that one out. Um, other than that i I don't know too many good uh, forge maps, but they are out there and it, it, matter of fact, if you guys find any
0: yeah, if you guys find any that you'd like to share, just yeah that just <laughs> <laughs> just send us the link at last resort at a match made in Halo dot com and we'll bring them up in the next podcast and kind of post a link so other people could download it. Will help spread your map.
3: Oh, um, going back to the armory, just some advice: uh, start saving your credits now because <laughs> oh yeah,
1: <laughs> some of these
3: armor pieces are ridiculously expensive. Like, cat's uh, arm is actually a chess piece, and it's you get it after you reach the rank of commander, and it's two hundred fifty thousand credits. Wow! So that's a lot of credits for
1: a robotic arm. But I've actually seen people in game wearing that credit too. But I am definitely—is it that it even
0: possible? What do you mean? I don't know that they could have built up that many credits. I like—I haven't been playing, uh, so I don't even know how.
1: No, it's possible with uh, the daily challenges, getting a uh, thousand to three thousand uh, credits um, just for completing these challenges, and then for all the commendations that you get as you progress, uh, it's possible to get that much. You get about—I've actually set a hundred thousand uh, credit cap per day. And there are people that are reaching that.
3: Yeah, you get about, I'd say about maybe one or two accommodations done each time you play, uh, like, score tack matchmaking. You know, if you're getting a bunch of headshots and you're getting that uh, precision accommodation, and then you're also getting uh, some kind of multi-kill one when you're doing, like, Gruntpocalypse and stuff. And so the higher your accommodations are for, um, for those things, you know, the more credits you get when you unlock them. So you can get a lot of credits really fast.
1: And there are people that have been farming the Grumpocalypse a lot.
0: Jeez. All right, well, really quick, before we go, um, I want to mention that Lefty Brown from The Married Gamers is, um, what was it, John? He's trying to...
1: (laughs) He's participating in Extra Life, and he said for anybody who donates $1,000, he will play whatever song of their choice from Rock Band
0: for the full twenty-four for hours.
1: For the full twenty-four hour period. So, so if you if, if you want to see this guy freaking go nuts uh, on whatever song you want, a thousand dollars and he'll do it. So he's gonna play for twenty-four
3: hours straight. What about hydrating and going to the bathroom? <laughs>
1: I'm pretty I'm pretty sure uh, I mean I can't I can't imagine you can't expect everybody to do that. they're gonna have to take five to ten minute breaks here and there to do something
3: yeah but the the minute he takes a break somebody's gonna jump on his ass be like get back on that guitar (laughs) 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 I wanna see Uh. you play through the fire and flames (laughs) oh man
1: that would be wrong I have no
0: doubt that if Shane had an extra thousand dollars in his pocket he would totally oh
1: yeah (laughs) he would
0: totally make him play that song for 24 hours
3: either that or uh what's that song by Buckethead the um Jordan? Oh, that song's
0: oh,
1: crazy. Yeah,
0: dude.
3: <laughs> Play that song over and over that again. That was
1: through the fire and flames for Guitar Hero 2, wasn't it? Yep, that, like that the, was. The, the, the same <laughs> uh, difficulty?
3: Yeah, it was ridiculous.
1: Oh, man. I cannot right. imagine. <laughs> well, um, thank you, mx four four three nine, for uh, writing in. And, I, guys, just um, send us an email. Tell us. All about well, you know your thoughts for one one seven, and uh, the maps for the forge, yeah that stuff. I couldn't think for a second. Does?
0: Yeah, so hopefully next week we won't have to re-record our podcast for a second time. <laughs> yeah. Oh crap! I wasn't recording. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> no. I'm That's not funny. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in again, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Later, Later guys. Peace
1: out.